0: everyone welcome back to the Dr. Pat show this is Talk Radio to Thrive by Jackie's still in the house. We have our guest coming on. We're going to be, you know, totally jazz. the alchemical woman. It's a handbook for everyday soul work. Uh, Dr. Ramona Rubio is joining us here today. And, you know, when we talk about uh, alchemy and we talk about magic, when we talk about the chemistry of life, you know, what are we really talking about? Jackie is here with us, and she was joining us in, during the last segment. And so, Jackie, you got to experience this whole idea of what it's like to have someone that is so sensitive to things that go on outside of the body, outside of our domain.
1: Yeah. What impressed you most about Deborah and John? Um, just uh, their charisma and, and their ability to actually um, uh, have people understand. That, mm-hmm. it's, that um, it, it's, it's not just their words. Right. They're, they're, not, they're not just, I mean, they're pulling it out of thin air, but they're not making this up. Right. You know, the, the ability to be so accurate is right. um, astounding. Well, you know, what blew me away, because I had seen John
0: work before, but in a training um, modality. What blew me away is when he, when he started to work with people, mm-hmm. he, didn't, he wasn't like... Um, uh, you know, was your husband like uh, between forty and sixty? Yeah. No. It was like, okay, there's someone that's nineteen coming through. Yeah. You know, nineteen. Uh-huh. And what what happened? You know, what that group of women that were standing up? Yeah. Okay. What dawned on me after that was all over. Mm-hmm. One of them revealed that there was a celebration coming up in May. Mm-hmm. And remember, John kept saying five, mm-hmm. the number five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, it was it was really wonderful to kind of watch. Uh, and it is pinpoint accuracy
1: it is, and he actually said uh earlier on he said don 't feed the don don't 't feed, me. right. feed the medium don 't feed the medium don 't give it it 's either there or it 's not right so and and he also did say, you know I can be wrong and right. he, but it's if, I've, so never, I've, I've never i 've never seen, seen him wrong yeah i mean i 've never
0: seen john holland wrong yeah. i 'm sure he 's been wrong, sure everybody, but i uh, you know in the you know four or five times i 've seen him do this, mm-hmm. not one time, yeah not even with me.
1: Well, you know, he I'd called be interested me interested in an you. audience. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, you know, you don't think that it's going to happen to mm-hmm. you. Right. And he actually asked me that. He said he didn't think it was going to happen to you. Yeah. And actually, you know, I have a, I, I have a lot of um, spiritual connection with my dad still. And, uh, you know, I'm sitting here in the audience and I'm, I'm having a conversation with him. And, and um, my dad says, honey, I, you and I talk so much. This is a time for other people. Wow, and then that's what you are. (laughs) That's what he said. Wow, yeah. So that was that okay with me? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. But then the fact that others came through, Mm -hmm. and I I think it was just kind of odd for me to hear the other family members come through. I thought, you know
0: the audience right well what was really interesting i mean that's the way john works i don't know if the folks out there had the same experience i know when he zoomed in on my mom's death uh and you know the way that that came through was he saw my grandma saw someone in a kitchen Mm -hmm. cooking over a spaghetti Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the spaghetti sauce. Right. Mm-hmm. And he saw my grandma do that. And that's the only memory I have of my grandma. It is the only one. Wow. You know, I don't remember my grandma doing other things. I remember my grandpops. Mm-hmm. But my grandma, uh, the picture I have, I can see her smiling as if I'm looking at you right now, mm-hmm. standing over this little small, small stove mm-hmm. with this big stainless steel pot big giant spaghetti sauce right with the wooden spoon licking the sauce so she would always give me some of the sauce to taste the sauce right so that's what i remember but from that he took me you know he kept saying he didn't know it was me yet and he kept saying Mm -hmm. but you know it's i'm not making sense i'm seeing fire i'm seeing somebody burning in fire and that was my mom which was my grandma's daughter oh and so that was one of those days in the life where he opened up that portal then the whole family came through and i finally had to go to john at the end of the workshop and i said john i am glad that you connected me yeah but please how do i tell these people to leave me now oh how do i get them to
1: you know know that
0: I, i love them and they're here this is not really the time and is that okay to do so he showed that's me how to do that question yeah he showed me how to do that Question. yeah if you go to his workshops that's what you're going to get wow well jackie Cool. Thank you Thank so you. much for joining us here today. Uh, and I hope John comes back soon. I don't know that he will. For those of you that are listening in other parts of the country, uh, John Holland is, uh, if you go to his website, johnholland.com, you'll see he's going to be a different place. He's going to be in L.A. He's part of the Hay House. He has Hay House Radio. You can, you know, tune in uh, on Hay House, uh, you know, and find out how he does this on radio. But uh, if you have the opportunity to go through his seminars and his trainings, Boy, don't miss out because they are fabulous. So, Jackie, I expect to see you at the next one he does in Seattle. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, Benny, we have a fabulous guest right now joining us here today. And, um, you know, this is, I shared earlier on the show that, you know, when we look at our lives, when we look at what our everyday soul work is about, what is it that we truly look at? So, you know, my guest today, Dr. Ramona Rubio, is joining us here today as an author, motivational speaker, life coach in the field of alchemical transformation. And so with a doctorate, in mythological studies from pacifica graduate university but that's really the place i wanted to go but i didn't go um y- you know we are thrilled to have her join us here today so uh dr rubio thank you so much uh welcome to the dr pat show
2: thank you so much it's my pleasure pat to be on your show and to relate this interesting information that we've discovered
0: well you know let's talk about it because we've you know today has been a show where we've been talking about discoveries we've been talking about a number of different things that we get to learn experience in this lifetime that many of us don't really know how you know how is it that you've come to be so passionate about these studies about you know uh, the world of uh alchemist how, how has this touched you
2: but well, what happened originally is, uh, I, as going to Pacifica Graduate Institute, they had a very in-depth course course on alchemy., yeah. and the symbols, the bizarre symbols and, and the icons, grabbed my imagination, and I thought, who were who these people that were so intense in drawing these bizarre images, and what were they meaning? So it, it just captured my imagination. And from there, I started to do more research. Now, at, at the Pacifica Graduate Institute, a lot of the, the understudy is in-depth psychology. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and in-depth psychology is related to Carl Jung. And so as I started to do my research, it was through that perspective that I got into alchemy. What I found was that it wasn't necessarily the literal translation of changing base metals or matter into gold, but more of this metaphorical, this imagery that said you can change that base stuff that you have inside of you into this golden self that is crying to become whole with yourself, and this was a revelation for me, and as my, my uh, co-author, Kat, Dr. Catherine Davidson, and I decided to do more work in it, We both discovered the same ideas and and concepts that were looming there for us to really capture. And I think key to all of this was particularly discovering Maria Hebrea, who was the first female alchemist in Alexandria, Egypt. Now, this is way back 2000 A.D., so we're talking in ancient times. Mm -hmm. This woman stood strong in her belief that she was indeed discovering this wholeness of nature with the process of becoming an alchemist to the point that even today, this is what I love, even today in our chemistry lab, the instruments that they use, particularly the Bain Marie, was her invention. I would say 99% of the students that are in chemistry that use that instrument do not know its root beginning, that of a woman back in Alexandria discovering amazing things as she worked on her alchemical formulas for self-discovery. And so you can see why my passion is this, right. the power of women that was covered. Mind you, this was not something that was revealed because, again, it was a very secretive world. But nonetheless, my co-author and I uncovered so much of this that we felt it was absolutely important for current uh, culture to, to take advantage of these wonderful studies and metaphors uh, for the wholeness of nature.
0: Well, you know, and I love what you're talking about because we, you know, if we were to do a show and look at the history uh, of the evolution of, of woman, you know, we would be able to look at the different times where, you know, women did step into the stage and create magnificent things. And, you know, and what happens with that is it either gets overshadowed by someone else's discovery, perhaps not a woman, or they get persecuted for being something out of the ordinary. Right,
2: and then something else that we've discovered, too, is that many times these discoveries from, that are based on women's uh, insights are usurped by the larger culture, that of the, the male culture that was predominant in those times, where they then shifted it and put their name on it. And it, you, you'll you see it particularly, uh, and I can speak from the, in the psychological perspective, that happened all the way along. That when women discovered some amazing things, it is now it it was covered over or or overwritten by men who then took that on as theirs. So this this is a very interesting process that we're uncovering, and not that I'm saying that men have not uncovered wonderful things; they have. But if you will look behind or underneath uh, so many of these discoveries, you'll find women. We're right there alongside of that, but we're never given the credit for it. And and that's the exciting thing that we've discovered with Maria Hebrea.
0: You know, these are great discoveries. And one of the other things I wanted to talk with you about is, you know, and when I look at the alchemical woman, the book, you know, there are stages that you define. And I want to ask you about these stages. I'm fascinated by them. You know, there's such revelations that you share. About these, uh, not not just about the stage, but I love the term keystones. So I wanted you to talk a little bit about the stages, and you know how these stages actually empower, help, and shape our lives.
2: Well, what the interesting thing about these stages, and and we have broken them down into five stages. People who study alchemy are familiar with the three main stages. And that's the black stage, which is the nigredo. the white stage, which is the albedo, and the red stage, which is the rubido. Now, these may sound a little strange to some people that don't know a lot about the alchemical uh, formulas and, and uh, so much of the definition. But if you remember that the, it's the black, the white, and the red stage, what we have Noted, and this is through the study of some other psychologists, particularly uh, James Hillman, that there is this blue stage, this lapis stage that we call in the book, and also the citronitas, which is the yellow stage. And what was so interesting for us is as we uh, did our research, we found that most of the writers will show someone that they're in the black stage or that what we call uh, the the negretto, but it's beyond the negretto. It has to do with this passage into night, and this is where we're stuck in darkness, where we're depressed, where there, there isn't even any movement of hope of possibilities of resolving issues. So this is the really most difficult stage that we have in our lives. And many have, in in writing about alchemy, they then say that the next movement out of that is in the albedo or that whiteness, which is the moving into midday. But what we've discovered is that there is this transitionary stage that we call the, the lapis stage, this blueness, where we start to get an idea of movement out of this cave that we've been stuck in, where there is that just a hint of the silver lining where the rain and the, the the dampness has subsided and we now see a ray of hope moving and ascending out of that darkness and so that's why for me the blueness of life where we're almost at what I, we refer to as baptism when we're washed away from all that darkness that gives us that ray of hope to move into then the albedo which is where we get our insights, where we get our epiphanies that say, oh, this is my purpose, this is why I'm in this world, this is where I have to go and what I have to do. And from that whiteness, what happens many times, and I think you'll see this predominantly in our culture, is that a sense of knowing or even almost to righteousness comes in a fundamental way of believing that not only have we found our purpose, but that our purpose is the way or it is our righteous, a knowing that o- overshadows and usurps anything else that someone other's opinion may have. So consequently what happens is that we become calcined or so whitened with our purity of knowing and so fundamental that we start to break apart. And if we're caught in any of these stages, be it this albedo or the darkness, or and I'll go on to some, uh, the next stage, then we get so stuck that we can't get out of it. And inevitably, if you, you see it in your religious leaders and politicians and sports figures that become so associated with their pureness and their right to be uh, at that peak point of knowing it, that they fall from grace. Because they become so stuck in their fundamental belief that they're right.
0: I love this conversation because, you know, this <laughs> this applies to our everyday life. Yes. You know, this applies to how, how often uh, during the day we hold on to our righteousness in a lot of ways. Yes. And so my question to you is, you know, if we are so knee-deep, so uh, cemented in our idea of right, what is it that we miss out on in life?
2: That takes us to the next step in alchemy, and we call that the citronitis, or the juiciness, that yellowness. <laughs> that's, <laughs> where, that's where sex happens. That's where relationships happen, the good, the bad, and the ugly relationships. That's where life calls you to be your juicy self. And that's why it's so important for us to stay aware of not getting stuck in any one of these stages because the next stage and mind you these are not linear stages you can get up in the morning and feel absolutely enlightened with what your purpose is and something from outside comes in and just pulls the rug from under you and you start to doubt yourself you you think that you're not worthy all these challenging things happen that may put you in a tailspin into the negretto that dark cave So these things happen many times in a period of a week, a day, a month, a year. What is so interesting for us as we did our research is nothing is predictable about these stages, but what is enlightening is that as we become aware of them, we then can create the tools to get ourselves out of these places much quicker especially as we mature as you know, as mature women and men as well. And that, that I think that's the gift that we have in the alchemical process, is that we are able to step out of it once we have the right tools that we build as we become more and more aware of these stages. But I think what's important to know is that you're absolutely right uh, that we do get stuck in our righteousness in the albedo daily. We... We challenge someone else that may have a differing opinion. We may not say it out loud, but we will definitely think it and say, well, they don't know the real answer. I have the answer. That's <laughs> right. And so what is wonderful, though, is when you think of what this citronitas offers us, this yellowness or the juiciness of life says, come on, you know, get over yourself. Come play with me. <laughs> let's dance. Let's, you know, let's just have fun and forget about your righteous beliefs because that's only your truth that's not everybody else's
0: truth well i have to tell you i mean i love the book because not only do you take us through these journeys these different stages but you share some very very just wonderful wonderful stories and i want to thank you for using our word of the week by the way which is juicy
2: oh (laughs) (laughs) well life should be juicy for all of us
0: but how can people find out more about the book and more about you
2: there's uh, several things to do. The one thing, they can go to our website, which is thealchemicalwoman.com, or they can go to my website, which is also connected to that, and that's uh, ramonarubio.com, and find out more about the book and also how to contact us and uh, with, for further uh, different types of activities that we have planned. So that, that's that's the other way of doing it.
0: Well, that sounds great. And, you know, if that doesn't work, you could always go to the Dr. Pat Show website and you will see Dr. Rubio right on the home page under the shows for this week. Uh, And she will have a profile page there. You can find out more links from our website to your website. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us here today. I love the book and uh, I want to make sure everyone checks it out on Dr. Rubio's website. Each of us has the divine right to manifest what we desire in this life stay tuned we will be right back with the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by and we have got a show about transforming fate into destiny a new dialogue with your soul we'll be right back